The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respected managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com, welcome to a brand new episode. Uh, name of this episode is Dermot McDermott. Yes, it has a proper name. Uh, yes, uh, thank you for uh, listening to this uh, podcast. It is absolutely free to you. Thanks to our sponsors. Uh, great episode. Uh, most of our panelists are here, uh, special guests. And uh, yeah, it's it's a good time. Dermot McDermott. Uh, we cover a lot of stuff on this show, so uh, be aware of that. But again, thank you for uh, enjoying this podcast. It is free to you and will be till further note. <laughs> well, it, that's the plan. Uh, yeah, and uh, we do some fun stuff on Patreon as well. That costs a little extra. Not much, really. We know y'all are on budgets and, you know, watching every penny, and, and we understand that. And so all the folks who are supporting us on Patreon, we appreciate it, and we're sending you new stuff every week on Patreon. Uh, videos and pictures and audio segments and stuff you won't get on this podcast. It's at uh, patreon.com slash geekshowpodcast do the full Geek Show podcast, otherwise it goes someplace bad. Uh, but uh, a lot of great stuff on there for you, but uh, we'll continue to provide this podcast for free to you. But if you can't, you know, if you want more, go to the Patreon. There's there's always plenty more there every week. But uh, this this uh, podcast free, thanks to our fine, fine sponsors like Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Hey, free comic book day may have been canceled this year, but that means Dr. Volt's is giving away the free comic book day comics all summer long. Every week this summer, Dr. Volts is going to have free comic book day titles, absolutely free. Make sure you go in to check and see which ones are coming out this week, or call if you'd like. Hold services free, and with that, you get a 10% discount on all of your purchases of $20 or more, and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake, it's Dr. Volts Comic Connection. Also, Haster Games. Go to hastergames.com. They are locally owned and operated, and they are open. Or you can do the drive-up service that they have as well. You can go to uh, hastergames.com, buy your stuff, and then when you get to the store, just pull up, call them, and and they'll bring it out to you. It's very, very simple. Great little deal they've got going on there. 6831 South State Street in Salt Lake City. Locally owned and operated. Haster has it. Okay, let's get going on this this brand new episode. Dermot McDermott. (laughs) You'll see. Please to enjoy. And welcome back to our respective basements and bunkers. Yay! Oh, how are we? I'm hot. All right. You holding up? You're hot. Yeah, it's hot here. That's Shannon. He's, the, he's hot. It is the hottest day of the year so far in Salt Lake City. So. Ugh, it's terrible. Yeah. Pretty warm. Pretty Rejoice, warm. because the sun, your king, has come <laughs> to burn away your sins. <laughs> COVID-19! Mm-hmm. You thought COVID was bad. Wait till we get closer to the sun, like that Twilight Zone episode. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh man. The sun Why is she is... always painting the sun? Why is she always painting the sun? And then she wakes up and realizes that no, the Earth didn't come off its orbit and go towards the sun. It came off its orbit and went away from the sun. Wah wah. The if sun... you merely go ahead, go ahead, Terry. I was gonna say, if you merely bow down and worship him, he will bring back the sun. He is Lee George Cade. Oh, God, could you imagine if I started a cult? <laughs> I'd join. I mean, I'd think I'd, about it. How I, much I does consider. it cost? Cults don't cost me anything. 
<laughs> yeah, they That's cost right. the, they cost the followers. <laughs> they're they're tax yes. exempt. Uh, well, obviously. So I'm just trying to figure out what my temple would look like, what my benediction would be, what kind of sacrament we'd have. I mean, I've been on Noom for a couple months now, so I really don't want anything that's like calorically dense. I just want something that's nutritious and tasty. <laughs> It'll be grapes. So, yeah, maybe like a, a crudite board, right? We'd just have some some sensible fruits and some nice, uh, I'd say some some really bitter cheeses because nothing offsets the the uh, the acidity of the fruit like a like a nice bitter cheese. But anyway, I, I don't have a cult yet. I'll, I'll have to work on that. I have to check with my tax guy. See what he says about check with Martin. Start. Yeah, Barton, what do you think about me starting a cult? And he'd be like, I'm "Let's sure get it going." He'd be all for it, I think. Yeah, he really, he really would. Mm-hmm. So, um, I have absolutely nothing to push. Just, uh, just remember here that we're not out of phase one of COVID yet. So, a lot of people are acting like, "Oh, we're in between. We're we're in um, we're in the intermission between phases of infection." No, we're still in phase one. Are you phase two is coming in November? And uh, this is just a warm-up, so please be kind to each other. Wear your masks. Don't be dicks. And congratulations on the news that uh, Salt Lake City School District got Thursday night. Oh, Shame. yeah. That we're going to start that? remotely. Thank Jeebus. That's, that's, <laughs> some, that's some of gotta, my favorite uh, advice anyone ever gives, Lee, by the way, is don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Right. So yeah, uh, you know, all hail Superintendent Larry Madden for being the uh, scientific voice of reason in the yeah, Salt Lake City he, School District. So. His reasoning was nobody could shoot a hole in that thing. Yeah, <laughs> I think I, th- I think the only person that voted against his plan was that dick that was uh, wa- uh, solitary. Dick? Solitaire, that Michael. Yeah. The fuck. Yeah. He's, he's the one that he's the one that wants to. Off. Oh. Yeah, he wants to fire teachers for not coming back to work. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I think he really just needs to have a telephone pole shoved up his ass. How did yeah, this sure. guy get into, elected into the uh, school board? Because nobody ran. cares. Because yeah, nobody ran. cares. <laughs> yeah, a lot of times they run unopposed. Oh, that's, so. that's a lot of it. But I'm telling you right now, and I've said it before, if I ran for school board, oh, the outcry. Because he's childless and atheist. Oh, forget it. You know, well, With guys like that? No. Yeah. I worship a god. Maybe I should run. <laughs> You, what district? You, what district am I in? You are a god. You're in Salt Lake District, I believe. Ah. That means you'd be kind of Shannon's boss in a way. Oh, I have to run now. All right, <laughs> everybody. I'm, I am a now a write-in candidate for whatever zone I'm in. So just write me in for school board. I will and, say, uh, uh, a, fr- a guy that I actually work with, his name is Tony Zani, and it's spelled like Zany, Z-A-N-I. Awesome. He is running. He's not in Salt Lake. But uh, more, you know. What, south? Yeah. So south <laughs> yeah. Salt Lake. Over there. Uh, uh, no, nor- northern Salt Lake. Oh, okay. Uh, North if you see Salt that, Lake. Yeah, if you see that guy uh, on your ballot, vote for him. He's a cool. fucking awesome dude. All right. Uh, yes, uh, Lee is kind of his boss eventually. Uh, he is Shannon Barnson. Yeah. Just sitting around. <laughs> yeah. He is... <laughs> He is our yep. most uh, cherished member of the human capital stock. He is Shannon Parsons. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, you know, at this point, I'm just waiting for the fucking big diesel coming down the street with the green goblin's face on the front. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I see kids. You, you know? see, kids, there was a show. <laughs> Maximum overdrive. Yeah. Holy shit. I'm going to get attacked by a Coke machine. <laughs> if I ever see one again. I don't know. Yeah. So, Remember uh, things and places? I remember, I'm, I'm missing places. I've been making the mistake of watching on Netflix this show, Somebody Feed Phil. Oh, uh, no. 
and it's like it's it's two of my favorite things in the world. It's it's travel and it's food. And yeah. you know, so I and I'm like, oh, that looks delicious. I want to go. Oh, I can't. <laughs> I can't go to that country. Yeah. So if we, well, did, if anybody in my, if anybody in my organization travels more than uh, 200 miles away from where they work, they have to report it to admin. So I drive exactly 199 miles, and just turn around. <laughs> this will this will show him. Uh, he's back. He's quad T too tall, Tony. Everybody. Hey, it feels good to be back. Hey, good to see you, Tony. Yeah, yes. good to see you guys, too. Shout out to Lee George Cade for holding things down on the technical front while I was gone. Well done, sir. Thank you very much. Well, you notice, though, and you're welcome, but uh, you notice that everything behaved until you got back, and then it was like Carrie's computer says, <laughs> now I'm going to take a shit because well, Lee couldn't yeah. deal with it, but part, Uncle Tony can. Part of that problem was I, I said, hey, let me try and fix that. Don't ever say that. <laughs> <laughs> Just, That's just, just Mon- just it, Montgomery just Scott's ride. 14th rule of engineering. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Quad yeah. T, Gadget Check. Spot, all yep, that. Yep, quad, at Quad T, Tony, and the Gadget Spot. All right. Uh, let's see. Rebecca and Jay are on assignment this week. That's that's my new way of saying they just ain't here. <laughs> <laughs> you Rebecca know why and Jay they, are on assignment. Why are we recording when they have a BOGO sale at um, fucking Home Goods? I know, right? Uh, but uh, sitting in Wait, there's for... a sale? <laughs> Egg's like, why did I agree to this? <laughs> you remember sales? Uh, he is Egg Foo sitting in for uh, our missing members. Thank you, Egg Hey, Fu. great to be back. Great yeah. to see people. Hey. Good to people. see you. Yeah. I, I, uh, I, later in the show, Egg, I want your take on that uh, Transformers cartoon. Remind oh, yes. yes. We, watched, we watched it last night. I wanna, yeah, I want to talk about that. Uh, a couple of things happening. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, our host, Carrie Jackson. Oh, hi. What? Don't, hey. don't forget about him. Oh, hi. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, from my basement, x96.com. And uh, we, we do the TV thing as well, so you can watch me, x96.com slash live. And you can see that my my uh, water-drinking bird toy, you know, the one with the top hat and uh-huh. the feather and the yeah. red. It finally stopped. It is. No, it's still going. And has been for a month now. Wow! I'm very, wow! I'm very happy that it's continued. What's uh, what's yeah. powering that? Moving, yeah. What's powering yeah. that? An obtainium or <laughs> it's an obtainium. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, a couple of things happening. Uh, first of all, the big news that everyone's talking about is it that huh? Ellen DeGeneres is an evil bitch. <laughs> well, there's that. <laughs> what else does 2020 have for us? You know what I mean? I know. It's like you're just sitting around one day, and all of a sudden, it's like, oh, guess what? Ellen DeGeneres is a raging bitch. Uh, and you're like, what? I, I, I read that it was more some of her producers were being No, she doesn't, she doesn't let people look at her or talk to her. Yeah. Well, that's oh, what the producers say anyway. Hey, yeah. I, don't, I don't let people look at me or talk to me either. Am I an evil bitch? Yes. But, but no, the big, news, the big news, of course, is that uh, Tenant is really, really seriously going to come out in September. Yeah, sure it is. Is gay? No, different tenant. <laughs> I mean, maybe I can't speak for him. The but Texas you know, Educators Network. Yeah, I prefer I prefer both of those as to you know anyway. But they they swear it's going to be okay. Tenant in seventy international markets on August twenty sixth is when it's opening because you know the international markets figured out uh, yeah. that that uh, the the virus doesn't respect borders or classrooms. Yeah. 
Uh, but anyway, so it's going to open in uh, Australia, Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Japan, Korea, Russia, UK. Uh, no plans for the film in China yet, but hmm. uh, the folks in the U.S. September third is what they're saying. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a double. It's going to no. be a double feature with New Mutants. Well, <laughs> here's here, here's the thing though. You can rent out a theater for a hundred bucks yeah. on uh, Cinemark and have twenty people go. So I'm really I want to see this movie. I'm a Christopher Nolan uh, fan. I, I have too. I have a we new should, philosophy. We I should will go not... in. We should go in on this and go check it out for. Nope. For I got twenty bucks. bucks. Yeah, exactly. Nope. We throw in like fifteen bucks, twenty bucks, and we just us. It. Yeah. Nope. My consultant well, for anything having to do with uh, thaw plans or going back to the public has uh, officially been hired. Uh, her name's Sue Jackson, <laughs> and when she says it's safe, I will go That's back. Right. But hey, until then, want, does Sue want to come? I. No. Uh, uh, it depends <laughs> on the movie. If, yeah. you know, if, if it was Wonder Woman, she would do it in a second. Oh, I'd do it she, for Wonder Woman, too. She has rewatched Wonder Woman a couple of times now, which is so not like her. But, you know, it's the it's the pandemic. It's doing strange things to people. Uh, anyway, this is the exciting, for me, this is the exciting news this week. There's a lot of bigger news, but this story I hold in my hand right here, to that me, one. is the most exciting news of the week. Um, you know, uh, and, and Shannon, we all remember this. When we voted to kill Jason Todd. Oh, I saw this. I saw the story. We voted to kill Jason Todd in Batman. It was uh, on the back page. You know, vote as to whether Batman gets into the building to rescue him from the bomb in time or not. Uh, And uh, one nine hundred number. Yeah, it was a couple of nine hundred numbers. Called this one to say he lives. Called this one to say he dies. It costs money to do it. Yeah, it was yeah. like a qu- it was like a quarter or something every time you called. <laughs> I think Dude, I that? spent I think I spent like uh, twenty five dollars to kill Rob. I was gonna it say was DC lot. made some money on this. No, yeah, the, we, the first you bought, first you the pay for number. their comic. Yeah, first you pay yeah. for your comic, and then you have to pay to interact with the comic. Mm. But uh, I do remember Shannon and I, and I think Lee, we all called to kill Jason Todd multiple times. We called. I called to just buy the Joker a crowbar. That was the third option. I had no idea that that well, was, was going to result. You thought he yeah, was going to do some home improvement. I thought I thought he might need to help pry a door open or something. Yeah. But, God, but it's it's uh, it was uh, Death in the Family was the name of the uh, the run. It was in 1988 storyline, heavily modified. Uh, anyway, but uh, this is the big news because, as we all know, DC kills it when it comes to animated movies absolutely mm-hmm. and uh that's that's one thing that dc does better than marvel absolutely and tv uh, yeah and tv apparently too uh but here's what we got they're making an animated film it's going to be out it's done essentially it's going to be available on uh, uh digitally august 23rd and then on september 8th on your blu-ray and uh, ultra hd but what they're doing is is it's a choose your own adventure video you can choose to go through with the storyline where Jason Todd dies, or you can choose to let him live because they wrote that story as well yeah. and oh. illustrated it and illustrated it, and it was ready to go. So that's what you will get to choose. It gets to the point where Batman's running to the to the building to save Robin, and it'll stop, and there'll be a, a screen that says "Choose now." Yeah, <laughs> just like I, just like we got to. You know? And I also read that it's. Uh, because they've already done the Under the Red Hood uh, mm-hmm. animated film. That it's gonna, Which was really good. Yeah, they're yeah. actually going to uh, have a little tie-in 
in yeah, death it's, of the it, family. It's it's uh, it's, so uh, it's it's well, it's still going to be Jason Todd, right? Yeah, it'll yeah. be Jason Todd, and and okay. it's rated R, by the way. This movie okay. is rated R, just so you know. Uh, it's a Warner Brothers animation, uh, Death in the Family, new adaptation of the 1988 storyline uh, to serve as a prequel to Under the Red Hood. So okay. if you already okay. own Under the Red Hood, this is a prequel to that. Well, and, if they've uh, proven anything, it's that they're not afraid of graphic content and animation. I mean, it's like yeah. Harley Quinn is just a test reel of, mm-hmm. what can we say? What yeah. can we show? Yeah. <laughs> now, here's, here's what I did find out in doing research for this story about that original call-in thing that we did. Do you know how close it was? How? I found out. The difference was just 72 phone calls. No way. Wow. It was Kill kill Robin by just 72 calls, and I'd like to think that between the three of us... (laughs) We we tipped it. We were. Those 72. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, I know I was. I think I called 100 times. So can I make my 32-year-old confession now? Sure. Yes. I called quite a few times from the 7-Eleven that I worked at. Yeah. Graveyard shift. Uh huh. So I didn't pay a fucking penny. <laughs> Take that, Seven Eleven. I would sit there eating day old donuts because you know we're supposed to throw them away. So I'd get stoned working my shift. I'd start eating a bunch of day old donuts that were supposed to get thrown away, and I'd just sit there and call that fucking number over and over and over and over. And then the uh, guy that was supposed to relieve me would come in with the twenty dollar bill that he found in the parking lot. His till was always twenty dollars short. Um, yeah, it was literally the most corrupt 7-Eleven in the well, history of the universe. But It was, yeah, it they, was $20 short because someone kept taking it out of the till and putting it in the parking lot. Right. So, yeah. It, also, uh, cute girls would come in and cigarettes would accidentally fall off the rack. And I'd never can't, know where they went after that. Can't so, sell it so, after it. It's great. I'm, I'm really sorry. I apologize now to 7-Eleven in Magna for the probably... $17, $18 worth of phone calls that you had to pay for so that it could kill Now, there, apparently there are some pretty wild alterations depending on how you choose. There are apparently several choices that you make as the story goes along. It's oh. relatively faithful to the original story up until Jason's impending doom, but it seems that there could be some wild swings from the original story, it says here, not just in Jason's survival, but in uh, the fact it seems like Jason can become one of several alternate identities from the Red Hood to Red Robin, or hush. To an to an altogether different, almost hush esque bandage vigilante. Uh, right. So they're it's it, it's like that Netflix th- uh, episode of you know, what yeah. was that? Bandersnatch. 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 Yeah. Have they ever hmm? published the original version where he lives? Has that ever been published? That well, I don't, think, I don't think so. I don't think so. I saw it. Make a good Elseworlds. Where he lives? I, I thought I did. Maybe I didn't. I don't. I, don't know. I have no clue. But uh, yeah, this will be your guilt. This will be August 23rd and September 8th, and I am looking forward to that. Well, depending, right. depending on your conception of time during this uh, pandemic, that could be tomorrow or a year away. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Our chief medical officer refers to each week of COVID as a COVID year. So we're at, like, yeah, it's pretty funny. So every time I talk to her, she's like, oh, yeah, welcome to COVID year 38. Oh, wow. Woof. <laughs> you know, I... I like that and hate that at the same time. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the Emmys. We were talking about that briefly. Uh, Television Academy released a full list of nominees for the 72nd Primetime Emmys. I was surprised and to see Mandelabra on there. 
No, no, no it Mandalorian. It was. That, was Man- that was Mandalorian. Mandalorian, I'm sorry. Well, Lee. that explains my confusion about Taika Waititi <laughs> getting a voice nomination for Mandalabra. So I was like, as... wow, that's amazing. I didn't know we cast him. He's perfect, though. <laughs> He's so good. Uh, so genre television uh, made a huge impact. Hi, Spidey. Huge impact uh, this time around. Uh, the Watchmen series swept the board. 26 nominations across 19 categories. For for just Watchmen? For just Watchmen. Oh, yeah. It got the most nominations out of any show. That's because awesome. when I when I said after the show ended, give this show all the Emmys, apparently they heard me. Yep, yep. I I'll tell you what, if that episode that where she's uh tripping out on her on her oh, grandpa's yeah, uh, memories. memories. Oh man. If that doesn't get a nomination for direction and set design and all that shit. Each that doesn't episode. get an Emmy for that. See, that's the thing about that show is each episode is, I mean, yes, it's only an hour, but it's got more shit going on than most major motion pictures yeah. as far as story mm-hmm. and involvement and relevance. I, you know? I really need to watch it. Oh, I need to oh watch it's, it's again. fucking amazing. Just amazing. Uh, so 26 nominations across 19 categories, including nods for Outstanding Limited Series, Outstanding Writing, for a limited series, movie, or dramatic special, nods to both Jeremy Irons and Regina King for their roles. And, uh, Deserved. Uh, and see, what's her uh, face? Uh, and, uh, uh, yes, uh, she played Silk Spectre. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, designing Women. Yeah. Uh, Jean <laughs> Smart. Jean, Jean Smart. Smart. Yeah. Oh, because she, she was so good in this. Yeah. She was, she was way good. Yeah. Yeah. All uh, three of those characters were phenomenal. Uh, but uh, I think yeah, Tim just, Blake Nelson should have got one too. Yeah, I agree. He was good. He, he was, was way good. Well, again, across the board, just yeah. everybody one, was just fantastic. one episode of this. What is it? Ten episodes? Eight episodes? Yeah. Just amazing stuff. Anyway, uh, Watchmen also uh, lighting up the field. It's uh, not only uh, let's see Disney. Uh, let's see Mandalorian racked up uh, thirteen nominations across thirteen categories, including outstanding drama, mm-hmm. as well as the score, the music. Oh yeah, great score. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Which was good, and uh, Giancarlo Esposito for outstanding guest actor in a drama series category. I he mean, got, he was in. He was he, in for what? Five what? minutes? Yeah, yeah. Five, ten minutes. <laughs> he got nominated for uh, uh, Better Call Saul too. He got nominated twice. Oh, oh good. Yeah. Uh, but did, but, it, uh, did his Lex Luthor get nominated from Harley Quinn? Because no. no. Uh, it also picked up a nod in outstanding visual effects. So yeah. in my in my mind, that's. A nod to Baby Yoda. That's Baby Yoda getting mm-hmm. the nomination. I actually think it's the volume. It's the volume because they revolutionized. I mean, especially they did this all before COVID, right? So oh, now yeah. all of a sudden you have a way that you can socially distance and isolate a shoot. That it, it did completely revolutionize, I think, the way that they're going to be doing television shows. No, absolutely. Uh, I imagine if you could change your, your blue screen image on your Zoom account to look like the set from The Office. All of a sudden you're like, oh, we could do The Office now. I'll I'll be Pam. So, <laughs> so if you haven't listened to us, to uh, and you haven't watched Watchmen yet, if you you know everyone is telling you how good it is, may, it, will this make you realize you need to sit down in the quarantine and watch these episodes of Watchmen? A lot of people stayed away from it because they're like, I'm not familiar. That's okay. You don't have it's to. It's all right. You don't have to. You be. don't have to be. We it really we helps a... you along. We had a hard time with it. Uh, we watched the first two episodes, and my my wife gets overwhelmed with severe depictions of violence towards any group of people. 
Yeah. And so uh, it's the same with what was the show on Amazon with the with the Nazi hunters. Oh yeah. Hunter yeah. X. And, and that show yeah. is oh, really good, really, really, really well done. But it also uh, shows you exactly how badly those Nazis had to hate, had to, had to die by showing depictions of violence and concentration camps and whatever else. And it was the same with Watchmen, with just you know graphic scenes of violence against Black Americans. Mm-hmm. And yeah. mm-hmm. so we didn't well, make it past two episodes. Uh, it is. It's hard to watch, but it it was. It's so. I think this is important TV. I really sure. do because sure. uh, who'd have thought? That this uh, property that we loved from, you know, what was it, 88? I can't remember when Watchmen came out. And Uh, he made it, he actually made it more potent and significant than I think the original graphic novel was. I agree. Yeah, Yeah, I agree too. That was their their stance against Reaganism, right? Well, it was, yeah, I mean, I went back and reread it. And Thatcherism. Just uh, recently, you know, because I'm rereading everything. Uh, And uh, I went, you know, this is really good. And it mm-hmm. meant a lot at that time, but boy, this new TV series really brings it home. And you yeah. can thank a genre-specific TV series for educating not just the nation but the world about an event that they didn't know about. Oh, the yeah. bombing of Tulsa. You know the uh, the Black Wall Street, uh, the yeah. destruction of Black Wall Street. Uh, I, yeah. You know, I was watching it. I mean, because I'd heard that Lindelof was going to use this as a as a starting point to tell his story. Uh, I was watching it, and I knew that he had done the research and that this actually happened. And my, I'm sitting next to my wife, and she, she grew up in Tulsa from the age yeah. of five, you know. And she said, now, this is, this is part of that altered history that they do in this uh, thing, right? And I said, no, this happened. Mm. And she was shocked. She had no now, idea. They didn't remember, teach it in the school, you know. We, we asked Jay. I asked Jay. I was like, did that really happen? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. And we're like, <laughs> you know what else? This, How did you know I not else, know about uh, that? You know what else this HBO series does is uh, proves to us that whatever went wrong on Lost wasn't Damon Lindelof's fault. True, true. <laughs> that was a that was a lot of network uh, futzing around there. A lot of uh, yeah, a lot of changing showrunners, and I also think that yeah. maybe sometimes J.J. Abrams can't stick a landing. And then there's that. Oh, All he right. went there. Oh, he did. Let's take a break, and we'll uh, come back with uh, more stuff after, after these, these messages. messages. We'll be right, right. right back. back. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Free Comic Book Day may have been canceled this year, but that means Dr. Volt's is giving away free Comic Book Day comics all summer long. Every week this summer, Dr. Volt's Comics has new free Comic Book Day titles absolutely free. Make sure you go in or call to see which new comics come out this week. Let's see what's going on at Dr. Volt's in August. Eastman and Laird are back. The creators of the Ninja Turtles collaborate together for the first time in 27 years and are bringing an epic story like you've never seen before. In the future, New York City, far different from the one we know today, the lone surviving turtle goes on a seemingly hopeless mission to obtain justice for his fallen family and friends. TMNT, The Last Ronin, starting this month from IDW. 30 years ago, Peter David and George Perez introduced us to an older, stronger, and more frightening evil Hulk known as the Maestro, who ruled the remnants of the Earth with an iron fist after defeating anyone who could stand in his way. Peter David now returns to the character to show the destructive origin of the most terrifying Hulk of all, the Maestro. How does that Earth fall and the Maestro rise? What happens to the world's heroic defenders? And what does fate have in store for Bruce Banner and the Hulk? Find out in Maestro this month from Marvel. Your hold serves is free, and with that, you get a 10% discount on all of your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake City. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. 
There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. And we're back. Okay. Yeah. This is a, this is a very exciting project that I'm going to tell you about. Green very Lantern exciting. on HBO? No, I'm sorry, Tony. Great. <laughs> I went away for two weeks hoping I'd come back to some good news. Here we are. Nothing. <laughs> Okay, so there's a, a, a new book coming out. It's not even out on shelves yet by Rachel uh, Yoder. Is it a wordy uh, book? It's a wordy book, but mm-hmm. uh, Annapurna Pictures has already bought the rights to it. I like them. Uh, and they've already attached Amy Adams to star. Oh, okay. So she's going to play a lead character, a woman who thinks that she's turning into a dog. Uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, Night Bitch. <laughs> The best title ever, I guess. It's the best title. (laughs) Uh, uh, The the book is described as a darkly comic novel about motherhood, rage, and the female self. It follows a new mother who is forced to stay at home after the birth of her son and as starts to suspect that she's turning into a dog. (laughs) That's amazing. Uh, You can be divorced from somebody for 32 years and still find out stray information about your ex-wife. (laughs) <laughs> uh, the mother is forced to contend with very re- real physical manifestations of her solitary anxiety with only her two-year-old son for company and she as her symptoms intensify she struggles to keep her uh alter canine identity a secret so uh, the, she's turning shag- into a, a werewolf I, I just want to hear the shaggy theme DA song with leggings. yeah shaggy <laughs> da yeah night bitch Uh, Night Bitch bitch sounds like something that a robot man on Doom Patrol would say Absolutely, yes He goes, get over here, Night Bitch So here's here's Fuck! Here's part of the description that I like Finally jolted into action after an impulsive and disastrous encounter with the family cat She seeks a cure for her condition in an herbal multi-level marketing scheme a group oh, she's of from mom- Utah. Yeah. A group of mommies all a group of mommies all inexplicably named Jen and Wanda White, what? a mysterious academic specializing in mythical ethnography, it says. Hmm. So Night Bitch. Who's the, uh, the Night who, Bitch? No, who did Night Moves? Or the Night Shop? Bob's no, the night, the night Shift. Night Shift uh, was Commodores, I think, or Earth, Wind, yeah, and okay, Fire. Yeah, okay, so let's get the Commodores or Earth, Wind, and Fire back together, whichever band it was, and, you know, it'd be that song. Night Bitch. On the Night Bitch. Yeah. You'll be babysitting your kid. <laughs> then suddenly you're... Don't licking you chase your cr- that cat. Lick, you're your gonna crotch. get bit. You'll be the night bitch. Yeah. The night bitch. Oh, you ate your kid because he uh, was limping. <laughs> it's not night know. hamster was that, was that wrong <laughs> you, you don't need to buy toilet paper anymore you've got a rug and then you just <laughs> lick your butthole oh <laughs> wow way to make oh. it not classy anymore Tony I have, a, I have that effect on a lot of things leave it to the Mormon yeah. <laughs> you, do, you do know why my dog had surgery right <laughs> 
Rub it on the wrong carpet? Uh, yeah, his butthole is surgery. Right? He's got the old butthole yeah. surgery, huh? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's the problem. Man. There we go. It's, com- it's the Commodores. Okay. Lionel! We'll get to the. Uh... No, this is after Lionel left. Oh, really? He was dancing on the ceiling by the time this happened. Oh, oh okay. Alright, here we go. Here's the chorus. I'm sure we can come up with some words for, for Night Bitch. <laughs> I like how we got a backup singer. Yeah. A Night Bitch. <laughs> Spidey, yeah. Gonna beat some sweet Coming down. On the Night Bitch. Oh, wait, what? Night, bitch. Here it comes. On the night, bitch! <laughs> Drag your butt across. <sighs> now I have to do something. Like, I, I don't use the word bitch at all, really. Mm-hmm. And I've said it more in the last six minutes than I have in the last five years. So I have to do some sort of <laughs> civic <laughs> duty. Con- well, context, my friend. Context. That's all. all yeah. All I, I know, share some memes. All I know is, <laughs> is that every year. I ask all of my feminist friends if it's okay for me to continue using my sign-off on the air, which is live long and prosper, bitches. I ask right. them, is it still okay? And so far, mm-hmm. they have not told me it's not okay anymore. Hey, so, nice. But I am not Carrie Jackson. Well, but these, these, these women would tell me. They would. They, they don't okay. give a shit. Well, I'm, they I'm, glad, I'm glad you have a panel that you can go to. to <laughs> Let's go to my sign- panel of feminists, please. Right. Um, right. Yes, it's okay for you to continue to sign off with Live Long and right. Prosper, bitches. Thank you. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, your CBS app, uh, your CBS All Access app, is it, uh, is it turned on yet? No. No. no not, not, yeah, to, I, not till October. I, I never cancel anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's, uh, it looks like you need to turn it back on on August 6th for 23 weeks. Well, what? Because you're going to get new Star Trek content for 23 weeks. Something okay. new every day. Or wow. every week, that is. For 23 or could, weeks. Or I could just wait until the show I want to watch comes on and then backtrack to the stuff that's been playing then since then. binge it and then shut it off and mm. so you're Again. only for a month. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I just saw a commercial that they're getting a lot more content. Yeah, they've thrown a lot more stuff into it. Yeah. And, oh, uh, so are Rick and AJ from the new Magnum getting their own series? They should. Yes, they're are they it, rebooting? They're... Are they rebooting Simon and Simon so that they can have that crossover? Oh, let's episode? hope. Let's you hope. Re- do you remember the Magnum PI Simon and Simon crossover? Fuck! <laughs> like I wouldn't. They're gonna <laughs> yeah. call it. They're gonna call it Ray J and Simon. And then they ran on the houseboat that had the Riptide people on it. No, and the, that never and happened. The robot. Don't be stupid. I just, I just want to reboot Rockford Don't be Files. Stu- Fuck you, Lee. Rockford Files. I want Rockford Files. I want that back. I want Rockford Files he- too, but, but I want, Sa- I want Sarah Silverman to play James Jamie Rockford. There you go. Oh sure, I take that absolutely. What was great they about actually- Rockford Files is because it, it was so not glamorous. No, he, he, he lived was in a, a detective- trailer in Malibu. Yeah, he lived in a trailer and had a crappy car, and you know he well, was a detective. Might as well bring back Matlock. While no, bring back Columbo. No. <laughs> Columbo did bring back Columbo. No, Matlock. this is Columbo. I want Matlock. No. Anyway, uh, so your Star Trek uh, CBS All Access. Uh, turn it on on the sixth because that's when Lower Decks premieres. 
and uh, October fifteenth, I want to say, is yeah. uh, is uh, Discovery. Oh, yes, and that's season three of Discovery. So, uh, so I have a question. Yeah, I might be confusing two Star Trek animated projects. You because you probably are. So there's Lower Decks. As that that one is. Adult that's, skewed, right? Mm-hmm. That is, yes. But then there's for, also a children skewed Star Trek cartoon. It's going to be on, on Nickelodeon. Which is, Nickelodeon, yeah, which is which is just in production right now. We don't have any. And it's called Prodigy, right? And it's called Prodigy. Okay. okay. And that that you won't have to subscribe to the app for. It'll just okay. be on Nickelodeon. Uh, but uh, yeah, so but Lower Decks uh, already, the Star Trek fans who uh, already they're complaining. The dang neck beards. Because so that means it's going to be good, right? That's what I think. <laughs> because they released a clip, and in the clip, one of the characters referred to Romulan whiskey. Uh, excuse me, it's Romulan ale. And that's Why exactly they have whiskey as well. No, I mean, yeah. no, no. Cultures, it, cultures no. have all kinds of spirits. See, that's, that's my like, point. That's right. my point. Is Romulus, that this Romulus th- does not have aged barrels for whiskey. See, I, I'm able to laugh at and love Star Trek at the same time. Yeah. Mo- but most Star Trek fans, I don't think, have this ability. Jeez, I mean, Jesus Christ, it's like saying that the Romulans are not complicated enough of a culture to develop more than one way to get fucked up. Exactly. Right? <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, Romulans, holy shit, no. They only know one way to get wasted. That's it. Ale. It's just ale. I mean, we're practically cavemen, and we've fucking got nine million ways to get fucked up. That's, that's why exactly. we're still that's, cavemen. And we keep there, coming up with new ones all the time. There are, anthropologists, there are anthropologists that are convinced that the only reason why the human species even continued is because we found beer. Yeah. See, I, and, the development of beer may have led to bread, or see, somebody making bread accidentally made beer. But it's one of the oldest things we figured out. And now we, got, now we got the seltzer. <laughs> now we got now we got the I saw hard kombucha. Here we go. It's bones, Romulan White Claw. You know that's illegal. Past the forbidden zone. Um, hey, Carrie, I do have some news for you though. What's that? They did try to reboot the Rockford Files in 2010. It didn't work. There was a pilot shot for NBC starring Dermot Mulroney as well, James Rockford. Problem. Well, there there's you go. He yeah. was he was perfect. It was the script by Steve Carell that fell apart. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it's your cat. You need to cast a charming motherfucker in that role, not Dermot Mulroney's charming as shit. Not anyway. I can't even remember what he looks like. Well, he looks like Dermot McDermott. (laughs) Yeah, which no, that's what I'm picturing. Which which, which (laughs) mouth breather is that? He looks exactly (laughs) like Dermot McDermott. So McDermott. (laughs) I don't think that's all right. He's the star uh, of the new Muppet Show. Sure, which yeah. I watched last night, and I went, eh. Yeah, oh, was it out? It. Yeah, yeah, it's on uh, Disney Plus right now. Oh. I was okay. drunk, so maybe I should watch it again. And I know they have higher Swedish priorities. Has, the Swedish chef has a celebrity cooking show where he faces off against celebrity chefs. I will. Nice. Uh, I'll, okay, yeah. I'll go back and look at it again. Maybe I didn't. Anyway, uh, a couple of uh, animated uh, things heading your way mm-hmm. uh, that are based on uh, video games, Tony. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you're most, not excited? No. Most, most things based on video games that aren't video games aren't, aren't that good. But, no, but your, your Witcher got nominated for an Emmy or two, so... Yeah, but that's actually based on the book series. 
books. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, here we go. Let's see if this. Let's see if this helps you out. All right. All, all right. right. Uh, Netflix joining forces with Ubisoft and one of the writers on John Wick, Derek Kolstad, to bring Splinter Cell. What they had uh, writers on John Wick. I know, right? <laughs> was it just uh, run around a city and if, blow things up? Okay, so if if he's a writer for John Wick, he he could be able to do Splinter Cell. That those could go together well. What so, was the last Splinter Cell game? Uh, Splinter Cell uh, Conviction, I think, or maybe there was one more after that. But it's been probably ten years since the yeah, Splinter Cell game. Far as I know, there's not a new one. No, there's not one in development that they've that they've talked about. Uh, it is a, uh, a series has received a two-season, 16-episode order anime style. Wow. Uh, I didn't know this. The game has spawned six sequels as yep. well as a bunch of novels. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yep. It's one of those Tom Clancy ones. Ah, okay. Yeah. And a, a Splinter Cell film has been in the works for years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, I'll never get off the ground. Tom Hardy no. attached to it. It's not, yeah, since He would play a good Sam so. Fisher. What, yeah, he what would. outrageous American accent will he pull off for that one? I hope it's bad. Oh, I, love, I, I watch Venom just for that fucking accent that he uses. <laughs> I, I got this uh, New York thing going on. I just, I'm really scared of Venom. Oh, oh I don't like the Venom. Another oh, role where his, another role where his face is covered the whole time too. Yep. Yeah. yeah. He'll have yeah. Uh, those cool three, three uh, lens night vision goggles. Hey, did yep. you guys ever watch the one where he played the twins? I think it was yes. called. Fat, I think it was called Fat Mobster. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, he played the fat mobster that was gay, and then he paid the skinny mobster that was his twin brother, and they went around killing people. What? Oh. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's probably why. It's not this. called Fat Mobster. I oh, guarantee I, you. I'm this less sense. interested now. But this he sense. plays. But it's amazing because he plays twin brothers, and one of them's 40 pounds heavier than the other one. And sometimes they're on the screen together, and you're like, and, wow, Tom Hardy, that is so fucking method. How did you do that? They're based on real. Real mobsters. Yeah, in like the UK, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought we was making shit up again, but... <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> right, yes. And then the other uh, Ubisoft game uh, is, um, and this is an older game, Beyond Good and Evil. If that ga- if that TV show comes out before the next Beyond Good and Evil game, I'm going to punch someone. Yeah, that thing's <laughs> been in development for 10 uh, years. 10 or 12 is, years. Yeah. It is being helmed. It is a combination of live action and animation helmed by... Rob Letterman, who is the director of Detective Pikachu. Yeah, so. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that movie was pretty good. I enjoyed it. I need to see it, I guess. And that, and actually, the Beyond Good and Evil setting is, you know, comparable yeah. to Detective Pikachu's setting. So, Carrie, you haven't watched Detective Pikachu? I haven't yet, no. There is, a, there is an actual, like, prominent Psyduck through the entire movie. Oh, good. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, I know you we love, love that Psyduck. We all love good, Psyduck. It was yes. a good yeah. movie. And Squirtle. So what about uh, this one? This one is uh, well, it's based on the game. 2003 was when this game yeah. originally. Yeah, it was original this, Xbox. This game came out yes, on the original Xbox, not 360, not Xbox One, the original Xbox. And GameCube. Yep. Uh, yep. And, and then later in 2011, it received a remaster on PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. It says it was not a commercial hit. Uh, the story of a Shutterbug protagonist, Jade, quickly became a cult hit. Uh, Ubisoft first showed an early look at a sequel in 2008, but that was they stopped looking at doing another version of the game. But well, it's going to be a show now for you. I think we got a trailer last year. Yeah, there was a trailer for the game last year, and it oh, looks yeah? really cool. But I'm afraid that the guy in charge of it is just too much of a perfectionist kind of a thing to mm. 
actually finish the game. Well, so. he's no Detective Pikachu. No, he is uh, not. A couple of other things that happened this week. Uh, of course, Scream 5 is being put together when they, start make, when they start making things, you know. And they have, uh, well, I mean, David Arquette was an easy get. Uh, you know. He's not doing anything. <laughs> He's not doing anything. But uh, Courtney Cox, you have to hold out for it. you gotta, you got to make it well, worth how do you get, while. How do you get exes to work together? Exactly. Well, he, she's agreed. No, so. They're brother and sister, aren't they? No. No. On the show? No, they're married. They, they were, were married. married. In yeah, real they life. M- they met on the set of the first Scream movie and got oh. married. And then they had I the only... They were, f- I thought they were brother and sister for the oh, same time. Are thinking of Jack and Meg White? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking of them. <laughs> also married! Ha ha ha! Gotcha! Dang it! Uh, let me see here. It says, uh, yeah, she's back as Gail Weathers, the news reporter, Courtney Cox... Uh, joining uh, with David Arquette and what's being billed as a relaunch of the franchise. Uh, uh, if only they can get Skeet Ulrich. That's the only thing I need. Is that the missing link? You know, they can, they can, they can is... film all these things overseas. And I think that's how we're going to see movies again, because you've got countries all over the planet that have actually done away with coronavirus for the most part, yeah, but and they've figured out a way to responsibly reopen businesses. So the, I'm sure the... there are studios in the UK and in New Zealand and Australia that can... Film all this shit. Yeah, but the well, filming that, teams are going to be the reason why that country gets coronavirus again. You you quarantine them <laughs> you for two weeks, and then yep. you can start working. Well, that's Skeet Ulrich. He's okay, but he's no Dermot McDermott. <laughs> Did you see him in, Det- in Detective Pikachu? Dermot McDermott. He voiced yeah. the Psyduck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm writing this down. Dermot Psy. McDermott. Psy. And uh, because no one demanded it, but it's happening anyway, um, the Green Hornet animated series. I demanded it. You did? just for me. It's your egg. Uh, The Green Hornet animated series set in contemporary times following the adventures of the reimagined Green Hornet and Kato, uh, now the grown son of the original Green Hornet and the daughter of the original Kato. See, there's the difference. Oh. See, oh, like, we need it, to make sure she's a hot Asian girl, because, you know... Well, as hot as animated can get, I suppose. That could get uh, pretty hot, Carrie. I, <laughs> it could. I'm but, glad uh, somebody said it. I guess Kevin Smith is in charge of that, so... Yeah, yeah. he did a run on the comics. He did, yeah. Hey, uh, you guys ever, uh, you guys ever uh, do a Google search for Kevin Smith, huge jorts? Oh, I thought you were going to say hot Asian I don't girl. need to. No, seriously, do that Google search because there's so many pictures of Kevin Smith and his giant jorts. <sighs> Someday he'll stop dressing like a toddler. Anyway, it's uh, nah, a shtick by now. <laughs> I guess so. And uh, let's see. Before we get into our next uh, segment, uh, this is a fascinating read. I want you to go. To, there's two things in the Hollywood Reporter that I want you to go and read uh, this week. One is about what a complete. Uh, an utter asshole Brian Singer is. I read excerpts of that. <laughs> sure that's that's not news. It's yeah. a whole breakdown about, you know, for, in case you haven't read it. All the uh, boys he's raped? And that sort of thing. But there's yeah. a, there's apparently a part in X-Men 2 where the entire cast, in their costumes, uh, went to his trailer and said, we're all going to quit if you don't, stop this guy from, you know, because there was a stunt coordinator or somebody, a director, who they wanted to stay in the movie, and Brian, Brian Singer was like, get the fuck out, you get the fuck out. 
Yeah. And the entire cast went in and just in there. I could just see him standing there in their costume saying, you can't let this guy go. If, if he goes, we're all quitting. <laughs> <laughs> and they apparently will. that's apparently that's when uh, Storm uh, uh, Halle, Berry. Halle Berry said, uh, you can kiss my black ass at that point. So uh, when yeah. the when the sexual assault allegations against Brian Singer started popping up in the early 2000s, there were people on the cast that were just like, yeah, we can't actually say anything because of our contracts. And yeah. then Fox kept working with him to the point where he was still an executive producer on the X-Men movies. I think he's still an executive producer on Legion and uh, is, New yeah. Mutants yeah. and all that shit. And the dude, he's a he's an he's a predator. He's an well, asshole. And that's part of the article. It's a huge article where they talk to some of these uh, movie executives who say, you know, we excuse the creative types because they're so brilliant and we enable the behavior because of that. And he's and we just shouldn't. eccentric. No. <laughs> oh, jeez. My, my favorite thing that, came, that uh, I found out in that article is that Michael Jackson wanted to play uh, Professor X. Oh, that's yeah. right. I think yeah. I'd heard that before. He, yeah, he went yeah, in and was like, and he that. pitched it, and I guess he had a whole thing. He had a whole and, thing. Yeah. And, and like one of the producers looked at him and was like, you know, Professor X is an old white guy, right? <laughs> and uh, Michael Jackson's like, yeah, I can wear makeup. <laughs> I brought my own wheelchair. Uh, I mean, they. And that's part of the article is that they indulged him because he's Michael Jackson. Right. No, right. no plans of hiring yeah. him, of course. But uh, you know, Tell when, me Michael, my X-Man. when Michael Jackson shows up at your door, I guess you let him in. The unless other thing, a, unless you're a kid. The other thing I want you to read is uh, <laughs> is uh, Zack Snyder. It's the headline is Zack Snyder pulls back the curtain on his Justice League cut. And this is just this is just a thing that he did for San Diego Comic Con. He's going to do a bigger thing on August twenty second, and we're going to see more footage. But uh, he uh, he never names Joss Whedon by name, uh, but he says he keeps referring to him as the director that was hired. You know, I know one person that keeps naming him by name. Yeah, <laughs> Ray Fisher. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and that's the other thing that, that we find out in this little article is that uh, the Justice League movie was supposed to be significantly cyborg heavy, and once Whedon got a hold of it, it was not so much. Yeah, what the heck? Um, uh, but it was, uh, yeah, referred to him as the director hired by committee. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Dang. So, but anyway, go ahead and read that. It, it's a fascinating read. I'm not going to break it down for you. You've got homework assignments now. So go and read that. Well, we know Marvel well enough to know that if a director or a director team can do the work and I keep saying stick the landing, they'll keep you working. I mean, that's obviously the case with the Russo brothers, right? So Joss Whedon, I think, made a really good Avengers movie. And then they were like, oh, well, you're our Avengers guy now. So let's let's get you on for Age of Ultron. You didn't stick the landing. It's got some parts, but that movie really fell apart. And... Then the Russos came in. How many Marvel movies did the Russos do? They did two Captain America movies and both of the mm-hmm. the third and fourth so Avengers movies. Four, yeah, yeah. which yeah. are the hardest, the hardest. Uh, oh yeah, right. Things to pull off those Infinity War movies. Well, and even those two Captain America movies were still so intensive with extra oh, yeah. characters that they might mm-hmm. as well have been Avengers movies in their own rights. So oh, yeah. I really honestly think that hiring Joss Whedon based off of Avengers was what Warner Brothers was doing. Is oh, he knows these ensemble movies. And, oh, oh yeah. for he, sure. For sure. He was out of tricks at that point. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, you know, the, the mucky mucks at Warner Brothers said to him, back off on the cyborg character, focus on this and make it funny and, you know, 
Yeah. You, uh, hey, anyway. We like that Avengers movie you made. Just do that again. Yeah, do that. Right. Yeah. Do that. Right. I'm right. picturing the alternate universe where there's a Joss Whedon's Age of Ultron. Not Age of Ultron. <laughs> Damn it. Zack Snyder's <laughs> Age of Ultron? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Joss Whedon's jo- uh, uh, event, uh, what do you call it? Endgame? Infinity War. Yeah, Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah. <laughs> that w- that a- would be such a different movie. <laughs> it's a lot funnier. All right. Uh, uh, after these, these messages, messages. Ah, Haster Games at 6831 South State in Salt Lake City. Let's take a look at what's going on there right now. Uh, The Warlock Tile System. Now, these are interchangeable pieces for making your dungeon the way you want it to be, with different floors, walls, doors, high-quality miniatures. The Warlock Tile System will enhance your role-playing games. They also have restocks of Gloomhaven in. Uh, New game, Cosmic Encounter Duel, a two-player version of Cosmic Encounter. And they have uh, new games from some local designers right here in Salt Lake city uh die fly and furball both are fun quick games for the family also magic ikora legend of the behemoths is available and uh new board games santa monica and betrayal at mystery mansion you can play as scooby-doo and the gang i'll be velma all right uh, haster haster games is locally owned and operated uh they're located at 6831 south state they're open 11 a.m to 10 p.m monday through saturday noon to five on sunday and you can go to their website, hastergames.com, 6831 South State. Haster has it. I'm JD. And I'm Peterson. And we're two-thirds of the 3-Bit Gamer Show. Don't worry about the other third. Yeah, seriously. Don't ask questions. Just listen to the 3-Bit Gamer Show for games, laughs, and Fred Durst. Find the 3-Bit Gamer Show wherever you listen to your podcasts. And we're back. Okay. Uh, you see what I have in my hand here? A piece of paper. Also known as... A letter? A letter? A letter! Letters! Sometimes we get letters, and then we answer them! There we go. Uh, This is a letter from... Elon Osborne, who made that jingle? Yeah! Hey, (laughs) he made the stuff for uh, Gadget Spot, too, the jingles. It all comes full circle. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Okay. Uh, Here it is. Uh, Little did I know when, on a whim... I decided to take Shannon's letters soundbite and put some jazzy music underneath it that it would be embraced wholeheartedly by the Geek Show family. <laughs> I mean, I know your podcast downloads aren't up there with my favorite murder, but still, it makes me feel like a low-key celebrity knowing that my jingle is heard by tens of people across the globe. dun da da To this day, it still puts a smile on my face, gives me goosebumps every time I hear it. I'm so glad that I decided to scratch such a random-ass creative itch since it has become larger than me. Uh, but one huge-ass creative itch that I've been uh, tickling, my proverbial epidermis, is starting a YouTube channel. I knew I wanted to, but, you know, kids. Mm. <laughs> they take up my free time. But when oh, I, Jimmy... thought, I thought kids were smashing up his YouTube channel. Those dang kids. <laughs> but when Jimmy passed away last year, God damn it if it didn't light a fire under my ass. Life is fragile, life is unpredictable, you just never know. So I spent the better part of a year coming up with a sustainable channel topic that I'm passionate about. Uh, Logo design, channel trailer, animations, music, etc. To give the illusion that I know what I'm doing. (laughs) I never knew Jimmy personally, but we were definitely connected in many ways, unbeknownst to him. We were both born in 82, have a love of cinema and music, and about 95% of the time his review of movies I would agree with. So I knew I wanted to start a review channel of some sorts, but with a unique twist. 
In a nutshell, I review movies and TV shows, but strictly as an audio experience, like an enhanced audiobook. I call it audio streaming. I started doing it at work last November and put my earbuds in, uh, earbuds in, queued up a Netflix show, turn on the audio description feature to be my narrator, lock my phone, and then experience TV shows and movies at work that I didn't have time to get to at home since I had only a one to two hour window to watch adult shows while my kids were in bed. <laughs> and my boss was none the wiser, thinking I'm listening to music or a podcast since I just sit and watch shit at work. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see, uh, although I've had more time de- to dedicate to the channel ever since uh, COVID happened, uh, my unemployment benefits are still going strong, but it won't last forever. Uh, but God damn it, I sure do enjoy making these videos. Uh, I know this is a shameless plug, but I need the Geek Show family's help. I would love to entertain the masses in my own unique way. Yes, my channel is about audio reviews and soon-to-be audio-centric product reviews, but uh, hopefully, you know... You'll all take a look at it. I'm extremely proud of it. Poured my heart into it. And it just seems fair since we use his jingle so much. Absolutely. Why not? Take a look at it. Uh, Just go to elonosborne.com for all the information. Uh, He's got got an accompanying Patreon page and all that. But it's just E-A-L-A-N-O-S-B-O-R-N-E.com. So uh, there you go. And he also says... uh, if we have a request for another uh, jingle idea, uh, that he'd be happy. <laughs> he'd be happy to put one together for us. So, uh, so there you go. Uh, what are you guys uh, consuming this week? I've only uh, been consuming one thing. <laughs> smoked almonds. I'm so happy uh, about what Shannon's been consuming. I have. I'm completely caught. I started watching season one of Doom Patrol this week. Mm-hmm. And now I'm caught up. Oh, it's my favorite and, show on TV, hands um, down. I was going to say something when you were talking about Emmys. Mm-hmm. I think there's some Emmy worthy uh, performances in that show for sure. <laughs> no, for I, real. I I'm, agree. I'm not yeah. even yeah. kidding. I think uh, the girl that plays Crazy Jane. Yep. Like oh, how she all those see- all those different voices. Yeah. Oh yeah, and just seamlessly go from character to character. Yeah. Um, I really like. Uh, Monkey girl, I like I like Dorothy a lot. I think that little girl actress is fantastic. Well, she's no, not no, a little no. girl. She's, she's twenty. Not a little girl. Yeah, she's a full what? grown adult. She's she twenty has a, years old. She she has a, a disease that has caused her body to stop aging. She's just very small. Oh, so yeah, well, yeah. that makes a lot of sense because I'm like, yeah, yeah, man, they're getting a, quite a performance out of this little girl. <laughs> I, thought, I thought the you same know? thing. I was like, how is this little girl so good? Oh, but oh. she does look like a monkey. Yeah. With the makeup. <laughs> no, in real life. Um, <laughs> no, I love it. And I just like, Doom Patrol's always been one of the weirdest fucking comics, like from its beginning. Right? Because yeah. they keep, like I told Lee while we're, uh, before we're starting, I like, I watched that show and one of their weird fucking villains will come up, like the Beard Hunter. Okay? <laughs> and I'm like, no. They had to make this up for the show, and I Google it. And I'm like, "What the fuck? That's a character from 1964." It's, <laughs> it's when they it's when they tackled the challengers of the unknown, and they did it in a way that like was so that, fresh and original. And it wasn't the it was the pioneers of it wasn't uh, the challengers of the unknown. No, it wasn't because I well I just watched it like yesterday. Um, they were called the pioneers of something I can't remember, but um, God, it's good. And here's my challenge. 
do a shot every time uh, Brendan Fraser's robot man says the fuck? No, you're going so fuck? drunk. You will die. <laughs> you will fucking die. And I just love it. That's always the reaction because something weird will always happen, you know? And he's always just like, what the fuck? <laughs> so and it's I, would, just, I would nominate him for an Emmy. I mean, even though you don't see his face, the his his voice his voice acting and that's not and that's his not flashbacks. Him. That's not him in the suit, though. No, no it's not him in the suit. This is the vocal work, but and that it's guy. Not, it, and it's not the guy that does the voice of uh, Negative but, oh, Man. Uh, he isn't Bomer. in the. Yeah, yeah, he's not in, and he's good too. It's just a fantastic show. Fucking Timothy Dalton is fuck. He's so good guy. as the uh, the professor. Mm. Yeah, you never chief. know where you, where you the stand. Chief. Yeah, sorry, the chief. Yeah. Um, well, and it's interesting too having those parallels between the X Men and the Doom Patrol. Both of those series started as comics about the same time, and there's so many parallels between the two. But just being weird, right? Yeah. They're always weird. And yeah, Doom Patrol I think is one of the most faithful adaptations of the mm-hmm. source material ever made. Right? Mm-hmm. I still I still don't know why they threw Cyborg in there. Because they already had I, Beast Boy on Titans, I think, may have been it. I think mm. it was uh, to give people that like DC Comics but aren't familiar with Doom Patrol a little something to latch on to. That's you smart. Know, uh, people who've seen the gateway. Justice League. Yeah, a gateway. Yeah. Well, uh, and also, I think he's supposed to be us. Yeah, someone, you know, straight man, basically. Yeah. Or it's like, you and guys he's are just so weird. He's oh, so good, though. He's great. Oh, my he's God, great. he's so good. And I've got such a crush on Elastigirl. <laughs> she is so beautiful like and she's amazingly good i mean uh-huh. how do you how do you play a 1940s actress uh who turns into a blob woman yeah um, <laughs> but she's becoming a lasser girl and that's cool yeah so i would highly recommend that you can watch it on uh dc universe and uh hbo, HBO max, max which is just mm. where all those bye dc universe bye I, not I read- for kids yeah, not, no, not for kids. kids. I, no. read, I read somewhere that DC isn't doing their annual. They're not selling their annual subscription for DC Universe anymore. Oh, really? You can only sign up for a monthly renewal. Ooh. Yeah. Which Say uh, that might it's be the nail in the coffin. Yeah. That's most too bad, of those cause... most of those shows belong on HBO. Uh, they can go on HBO Max oh, just fine. They should put them yeah. all on HBO Max, and then they should say, "Hey, for another five bucks a month, do you want access to the comic book library or some comics off? That would be separate. so smart." You know, that's I would. Do yeah, it's really not for kids. Uh, there's an episode with a, a sex demon and sex ghosts. That was a great. And episode. they're still there. Like five that, episodes that, later, there's two ghosts fucking in a hallway, and Cliff's like, yeah, "Oh, oh, hey guys!" <laughs> yeah. I, I and they're just like bare ass fucking in the hallway. They're like, "Uh, uh, uh, uh," and I think uh, Robot Man just walks by and he goes, "So I guess that's a thing now." <laughs> well, I guess but that's uh, also. Trump's- I guess Trump's Sorry. doctor was right about the demon seed. Okay. The, the demon yeah. seed, right? <laughs> and it's also the, the only show I know that ever had the intestinal fortitude to if a baby is born from a floating monk's asshole. Oh, my gosh. And if it cries, it's going to destroy the world. What do you do? You put it back. You, <laughs> you shove, it, shove it back you, up you the shove it back up. <laughs> that scene, I dropped wow. my jaw to the floor on that scene. I was like, what? <laughs> so, Clearly, yeah, it's... Clearly, this show gives no fucks. Oh, no. Oh, no. Not one. <laughs> or, or it gives all the right fucks. All the right. Well, <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, considering there's a genderqueer... Street. Street. <laughs> yep. That is sentient and magic, and everybody's really ca- careful to call Danny they. They use the pro- yep. correct pro- pronouns. Yep. Okay. It's so funny. 
All right. so, Danny, Danny runs a cabaret where all the homeless people and forgotten folks can live and just be happy. All right. Anybody else? Yeah, something yeah. more kid-friendly? Yes, yeah. Transformers. Yeah, the or, or as Shannon dubbed it, Game of Transformers. <laughs> yeah, it's very... It's, like political like game of thrones stuff. yeah yeah and like oh. multiple characters have already lost limbs three episodes oh, wow. in wow yeah there's people switching sides Wait, and allegiance to, or not people but robots you can't know. you just go down to the local auto zone and get a new arm though <laughs> yeah basically uh, well, now egg, egg <laughs> you're the uh you're the biggest transformers fan i know and, yeah. and so so where do you uh where do you weigh in on this i'm only three episodes in but i'm in, i'm really enjoying it and it's made by rooster teeth Oh, out of shit. out of Austin, yeah. The, no, the, so it's anime they, style. Oh, the three D models. They took the three D models from the toys, the last toy line. Oh, wow! And they're animating those. Oh, so they look just like the toys you bought last year. Because that <laughs> and show so, they some did of with them Michael B. Jordan was amazing. Yeah, so it's only six episodes. I think they've already given it season two and three are coming. Nice. Uh, Is that Netflix? And it, it's yeah, Netflix. it's on Netflix. And it's a prequel. It shows like what what's happening on. Which I've yeah. always wanted to see. It's taking place all on Cybertron. All on Cybertron. And, uh, okay. Um, and it's next really cool. season is on Earth. Yeah. Yeah, but it's really cool because like the um, the robots are all battle damaged. All the Transformers Ooh. are battle damaged. They're all like scratched up, and um, Bumblebee's kind of like a almost like a Han Solo in it. He he hasn't picked a side yet. He has no like he allegiance. Have a De- yeah, he doesn't have a Decepticon or a Autobot symbol on him. And it's like maybe I don't want to join anything. Right? Hmm. He just he just helps them find a he gets paid to help people find Energon. Yeah. Oh, Starscream okay. is really good. They oh, nailed fuck. him. Yeah. He's a bootlicker. Yeah. Yeah. Bootlicker that wants to be king. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Um sounds good. Yeah. So, if if you love if you like transform like I'm not as big of a fan as Egg is, but I watched that show every day when mm-hmm. I was a kid. Yeah. yeah, and I, I enjoyed the shit out of it. I'm like, well, I'm gonna finish watching it this week. You know, cool, cool. So All right, got uh, two things. Uh, Virtual Gen Con is wrapping up right now because, of course, we can't have conventions. And I've actually found that Gen Con's been cooler this year than ever before because um, if you can't be there in person, then dazzle people from a distance. So my my favorite tactical tabletop game, uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol. They came out swinging, and oh, holy shit! They've got Kingpin coming. They've got uh, they've got Daredevil, who's in a two pack, I believe, with Bullseye. Um, they've got uh, a bunch of X Men rolling out, and then they've got terrain and scenery from a Wilson Fisk construction site, so you can actually oh, nice. beat your opponents over the head and shoulders with uh, you know the the Fisk Industries um, uh, construction van, like in the Spider Man game, yeah. But they also unveiled She-Hulk, and what's amazing about She-Hulk is she's huge, and they used reference not from uh, not from a, a bodybuilder, but from a power lifter. So she oh, nice. yeah. looks strong as shit. She's muscular, but not in a waifish sort of way. Like yeah. she, they they did like with Zarya from uh, from Overwatch, where they're like, okay, obviously if a woman's going to be this strong. She's not going to be a supermodel-looking type of physique with muscles. She's right. going to be thick and strong. So congratulations to Atomic Mass Games. You, you fucking knocked it out of the park with that. Uh, the X-Men figures that are coming out, a lot of people thought they were going to be like a second, a second box set, but they're just going to keep going with the rules. So you've got uh, Magneto and Toad, 
Uh, it's classic Magneto. Toad's got the long tongue. Um, Cyclops will be packed with Storm, which means they'll both have the leadership ability, I think, which is neat. And then uh, Wolverine with um, with the uh, with Sabretooth, and they all just look fantastic. Uh, my favorite part, you showed me pictures. Uh, mm-hmm. My favorite part was, well, I was happy to see, because I love Daredevil, as you know. Yeah. But uh, the Kingpin figure standing yeah. on a busted, crumpled Nelson and Murdoch attorneys at law yeah, sign. That, that yeah, cool. just little, little details like that are amazing. So uh, super exciting. And then uh, the new X-Men from Jonathan Hickman has just hit trades. Uh, so if you're, you're looking for graphic novels, um, I love X-Men. That's, that's like my first comic book series that I really got into on my own. But it has not been great for a while. And I was two pages into this before I was... A entertained as shit because the basically they they've completely reset the X Men mm-hmm. universe. So if there's yep. ever been any inconsistencies with anything, it's because they've been time traveling so much that they fucked up the timeline, and they yep. just flat out admit it. And then to top it off, um, all of the mutants are united now. They all live on the living island of Krakoa, except for Kitty Pride. For some reason, she can't go on the island; it just won't let her. So she has to go be a pirate. Which is cool. Um, but the story opens with uh, Cyclops and Magneto and Polaris raiding this human supremacist stronghold. And then the human supremacists are like, the only way we can fight these evolved humans is by de-evolving. So they all inject themselves with shit to become giant gorillas. And as they're attacking, Cyclops is like, we got to be smart. These, uh, these gorillas all have PhDs. And I just like, okay, I'm, I'm home. This is X-Men. This is what I wanted. It's okay. so Hickman. <laughs> yeah, it's Hickman. It's smart. It's witty. It's fun. Uh, yes, Cyclops has to stick up his ass, but in the right way, right? So that's, that's his character, you know. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's just written so incredibly well, and having all the mutants unified on Krakoa, so there's no evil mutants anymore. Um, and they fixed the greatest plot problem I've ever had with X Men, which is I didn't ever agree that Jean Grey, who was this Omega level telepath is going to be entertained by two dudes fighting over. Oh, because she finally the... said, screw you guys, this is stupid. No! Opposite. So now they're, now they're polyamorous. Oh! So oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's awesome. Cyclops, Wolverine, and Jean Grey. They, they, they're their rooms, their rooms their are all are con- linked together. Yeah. And, uh, and that's, at one how point, most people, that's how most people figured it out. Because they, yeah. they showed a, a, a map of, of, of their, their moon new, base. Of their headquarters, right? Yeah. And <laughs> their rooms a, are linked. Their rooms are linked. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's there's a scene where uh, Wolverine and Cyclops are drinking a beer together, and Wolver- uh, Cyclops is like, "Oh damn, you! If you'd come in a minute sooner, you you might have accidentally seen me in my speedo." And Wolverine's like, "Was that a bad thing?" So, <laughs> okay, I, yeah, I can I can hear the fanboys' heads exploding. Oh, yeah. but I'm all oh, for yeah. it. Fuck the fanboys! Yeah, if a I dude, agree. If a dude like Logan's gonna live 150 years, he's either gonna yeah. be the most tolerant person in the world and go, "Yeah, I'd tap that," or mm-hmm. He's going to be a raging bigot. I I would much rather follow the I'd tap that Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. But yeah, <laughs> it fixed it fixed the Jean Grey conundrum because how would an Omega level telepath be like, oh, chase me, boys? That's not a <laughs> game she wants to play. No, no, no. She's done with that shit. Oh, yeah, I love it. So, I love it. Okay, good, mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Uh, Tony, uh, I have been uh, watching. Oh, where was it? I had it up here. Close enough. Close enough. What's on that? HBO Max. It is the, it's the uh, new social distancing show. <laughs> it's close <laughs> enough. It's the uh, a cartoon on HBO Max. It came out a couple of weeks ago. It's by the same guy that did the regular show, JG Quintel. Oh, okay. 
and uh, it's as it's not quite as bonkers as regular show, but it's still pretty bonkers. It's a lot of fun, uh, so I can I, I can recommend that one pretty unreservedly. Uh, and and then, it's not for kids either, right? Doesn't no, it have swearsies in it? Uh, yeah, yeah, it has swearsies, so it's not mm-hmm. for kids. Um, oh, it's only for cool kids. Only for yeah. And then um, we watched that. Uh, you guys talked about it last week. Uh, pa- Paradise, uh, no, Panama. Oh, uh, Palm Springs. Uh, Palm Springs, yeah. Yeah. Oh. That was a great movie. That was good. That was Palm really Spring- entertaining. Yeah, I highly recommend Palm Springs. I, I thought it was a good take on that overused idea. Absolutely. The time loop, yeah. yeah. Well, J- and J.K. Simmons is my He's favorite. So good. So good in that. And then um, uh, started watching Shameless again. We found out we're two seasons behind on that. <laughs> that, also, that, me that show. And Jed, me and Jed. <laughs> We started watching it again too. Oh my gosh, that show is just—it's just off the wall. So yeah, mm-hmm. and then uh, five or six episodes in of into Warrior Nun. That's kind of fun. See, I got through the first episode and I was like, mm. uh, "Yeah, the first episode." Do I need to give it more? Yeah, give it a couple more. Um, okay. That's based—that's based off a comic series. Too, comic so. book, yeah. yeah. And it's—it's yeah. it's fun. It's—it's it's not uh, very, you know, smart, but <laughs> it's also not too stupid. And there's okay. some good fight scenes in it and stuff. I was happy I can, to see... Sorry. Go. I was going to say, can I, I can put it on one plan, Animal Crossing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yep. they've, uh, they've, they've actually improved heavily on the second season of Umbrella Academy, too. Oh, that so just has... came out yesterday, and I can't yeah. wait to watch it. How far it, in are you, Lee? We're about three or four episodes in, and it's funny. It's oh, it, I think the writing is sharper, and they're letting some of the weirdness creep in. Um, and they did away with the kind of stupid shoehorned adopted incest angle that really bugged the shit out of me because yeah you grow up together as siblings and start getting romantic towards each other that's kind of gross yeah Yeah. Yeah. so they they've they've just kind of shied away from it but they're playing with the time travel a lot and there is a dude in a suit with a fishbowl for a head so that makes me happy (laughs) well uh i watched um a few things this week uh well, because uh, they're leaving HBO, I recorded um, The Predator and Ad Astra. Two very oh, different things. Yes, uh, very yeah. different movies. Uh, and uh, I'd never seen The Predator. Uh, is I, that uh, Rodriguez's movie? Yes, I think. <laughs> not, not the no, first was, one. No, Are you talking this, this is the one that was just recently... Uh, okay. Oh, no, no, shit, that's Shane Black. Shane Black. Yeah, Shane, Shane Black. Shane Black, yeah. that's, that's I, liked, I liked that movie, honestly. I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, I... Olivia Munn. Uh, This movie brought me around to Olivia Munn. I went, yeah, she's she's actually quite capable of acting and quite good. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, uh, but it's just dumb fun. Yeah, you know, it's it's one of those. Again, you'd play Animal Crossing while you watch it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everybody bites the scenery in that one. Ad Mm -hmm. Astra, on the other hand, completely different. Yeah. Uh, As I'm sitting and watching it, going, um, this is Apocalypse Now in space, and Kurtz is. Your dad, <laughs> uh, because I have to go to space to stop him. I've been ordered to stop this person from doing mm-hmm. the thing that he is doing, so I have to go on this journey. And along the way, I learn a lot about myself. Yeah, and I uh, never you know, heard of this movie. Ad Astra, Astra. I liked it a lot. Brad Pitt, it. yeah. And and here's the, the last, other one of the yeah. last ones I saw in theaters, and I, I do not regret that money. That was a good one. I I thought it was okay. It was a. Uh, well, we'll talk about it some other time because I don't want to ruin it for people. But uh, this is the first time that I actually finally saw, oh, Brad Pitt is handsome after all. Uh, this movie? Really? 
Yeah, this is the first time. I've always huh. felt that Brad Pitt was kind of weird looking. To me, this is just me. All right. Uh, but uh, watching this movie because every shot is his fucking face. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I went, oh, I get it. Oh, he's handsome. Yeah, I see. Okay, yeah. And he, and he acts. He's, uh, he tries really hard to act in this one, too. Uh, the other thing I watched was a uh, documentary on the Sci-Fi Channel about Todd McFarlane. How was that? Uh, he's, well, uh, <laughs> he, he's the asshole you suspect he is. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I've I've never been a huge fan, um, but I admire what he has done. Um, I admire what he has done with his career and how he did it. So uh, yeah, he doesn't he, accept no. Yeah, even though he's an asshole, you've got to admire how he made his career and how he did it. That spawn movie is totally coming out still. Yeah, I swear. Yeah, sure it is. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know you have to admire it uh, because uh, he every time he's been told no, he'll. And that's that's the title of the documentary is Todd McFarlane like hell I won't is what right. it's called, and uh, so so that's why I watched it. And, and I would say if you're you know looking for a little motivation for a project that you're working on, watch this, and uh, you'll see. Yeah, he and, fucks up along the way. Uh, he gets sued and goes bankrupt, but uh, he's you know working his way back up. Uh, and even he is the first to say, when you to- if you were to tell me I was going to start a toy company, I would have said you're full of shit. But uh, here I <laughs> his, am. <laughs> his DC figures are great. Yeah, they yeah. are. Yeah. Now he was wasn't he the first uh, Spider-Man artist to do the webbing as a yeah. kind of a rope style yeah. webbing? Yeah. And that's all addressed in this documentary about how he says this is just the way I drew it, and everybody had a problem with it, uh, except and for so, the fans. It's so much better if you ask me. Yeah. I mean, and that was the thing, is that when his title came along, which, hey, he's not a great writer. Uh, no! He's, no, no, no. He's, he's, a, he's a damn he's a good great, illustrator. Yeah, he's, he's a great artist. Yeah. So when yeah. his title, when they said, here, have a Spider-Man book, you can write it and draw it, and it sold all this crazy amount of money, it was amazing how the people at Marvel at the time, remember, this was a long time ago. What, 91, uh, 92? Yeah. Still yeah. weren't sure about him. And I'm like, look at the fucking sales figures, for God's <laughs> sake. Come on. No, he, he revolutionized Spider-Man. I mean, at Plus, least the look well, of him. Web of Spider-Man number one yeah. is one of the highest selling yeah. comic books of all time. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's worthless. <laughs> exactly. Um, but here's, here's the thing, and I don't want people to think that I like Todd McFarlane. I don't. He's an asshole. But you have to admire uh, that he struck out on his own. He, he changed the comic book industry. He almost killed it when he, when he tried changing the comic book industry. Uh, but, uh, you know, all the variant covers and all that. That's, that was when the collector boom hit, when Image Comics came along. Uh, and everybody thought it was going to be, you know, this comic's going to, I'm going to retire on the sale of this. Co-. No. Yeah. And, and they're nearly, all worthless. Yeah, he nearly killed the comic book industry, but also revolutionized it. But then he changed the toy industry as well, because the With toy industry. plastic. Yeah, well, the toy industry wasn't interested in doing nice sculpting. They weren't no. interested in doing details. It right. was, you know, I mean, we saw our action figures when we were kids. They were terrible. You know, five points of articulation and very smooth. Yeah. And he's, he changed that so that Hasbro and all the other toy companies had to compete with that. But look and, how uh, unsustainable that was in the long term, right? So McFarlane pulled it off because his plastic was cheap and mm-hmm. his figures would snap and break off or they'd have their joints glued together from the glue application or from the paint applications. Yeah. And so, yeah, Hasbro followed suit. And we have Star Wars figures from right around Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith that were amazing, like three and three quarter action figures with 20 points of articulation. 
And that only lasted a few years before it was like, we can't afford to continue yeah. producing oil, these action Oil figures. prices went way too high. Oil yeah. prices went too high, and now you're paying 12 to 15 bucks for a three and three quarter inch action. No, actually, I'm not, because <laughs> right? I, I can't afford that shit. Uh, but even the, the new Star Wars figures that just have five points of articulation, the sculpts are... Sculpts yeah. are much better. You know, Think about and, that, Mc... and that's that's a holdover from McFarlane. Think about McFarlane. I mean, he's an asshole, but assholes sometimes are the only ones that can get things done. Yeah. And Image Comics is doing what Dark Horse never pulled off. Dark Horse makes supposedly indie comics. What they really do is makes licensed comics. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Most of my graphic novels over there are Image titles because they give... Rick Remender would not have the career that he has without Image. And yeah, that's true. They get to own their comics and they get paid for everything after production. So all of those books, Deadly Class, Low, um, I'm, I'm thinking of so many great Image comics that have come out. And Invincible. they're all... And yeah, they're all saga. owned by the creators. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's just, again, I, I'm not a fan of him, but you've yeah. got to admire what he has done. I mean, I feel, I, I'll I, give him that. I feel the same way about Steve Jobs, you know? <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> he, was a, he was a total douche, but he knew what he was you. doing. Uh, anything else before we go? Can I say, I, I just want to hey. throw out one more thing. Please. So you mentioned creators and then how Gen Con is online. All these mm-hmm. with cons gone, a lot of creators are losing money because that's they make a lot that's of money true. at cons. So that's true. find the creators you like. Some of them might be doing Kickstarters or they've got shops, buy prints, do whatever. Support our your old friend, our old friend Chad Harden. He's he's doing a lot yep. of stuff. Online I backed now his because... Kickstarter. Yep, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of like one of Egg's favorite uh, artists is Jim Mafood. He's got a ton. Is it James or Jim? Jim. And check this out. Lee, you'll love this. It's a pop-up book of Jim Mafood art. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. I would, I would be oh, my gosh. <laughs> that is yeah. so cool. Uh, I got games if you want games real quick. Please, please. Uh, we got something <laughs> coming out on the 4th called Scully. I don't know what that is. Do you have um, to land a plane? I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> Or do you walk around with a guy named Mulder and look for aliens? Scully. Uh, we got Fall Guys, Ultimate Knockout. That's Fall Guy? A, Fall Guys. Uh, multiple. Oh, I thought oh, it was sorry. a Lee Major's property. No, sorry. Different. Uh, it's not then, the unknown stuntman no, that makes no. Clint Eastwood look so fine? Not that guy. <laughs> oh, the kind uh, to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with Farrah. Farrah. Yep. Fast and the Furious, Crossroads, coming out on PC, PS4, and Xbox what? One. Yeah, I feel the oh. same way, Spidey. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, and then this is one that actually is worth looking out for. Uh, if you ever played Horizon Zero Dawn on the PS4, which you should have if you have a PS4, because it's an amazing game. That that came out about three years ago. They have ported it to the PC. Horizon go. Zero Dawn on PC, okay. and it looks freaking phenomenal. One of the best okay. games to come out in the PS4 generation. Now you can play it on your PC. All right, sounds amazing. Sounds good. And uh, my Avengers game comes out at the beginning of September, right? Uh, let me check here. According to this... I want to uh, say it's like the 3rd or the 8th I or think something. the beta is end of this month, later this month. I thought yeah. it was September, but I'm not seeing it here. Oh, well, don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, Mr. B, if you would, please. Oh, found it. It is September. Oh, September. Yes. September right. 4th. Now, that one's online, though, Carrie. It's not a Xbox Play Alone? No, I think you I- can. I think but you I think can, but buddies, buddies can join in with you. Yeah. Oh, well, I just like cooperative. 
I just want to play alone. I like you guys, but I don't. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't like you that much. <laughs> Mr. B, if you would, please. You guys, I got to tell you something. I think, I think I'm turning into a smoked and cured meat. You could call me Night Ham. 